to the African Defense Review. This is the editor, John Stupart. Um, with me today is our West Africa correspondent, Conway Waddington. Um, today we're just discussing very briefly the Nigerian elections and their postponement. Um, this will be split into two very easy to follow sections with luck. <laughs> um, the first section will just be weighing in on, um, on this postponement and what it might mean. And the second part looking at the, the, the coverage and how it's been. So with that, Conway, um, the elections are obviously postponed for, I believe, it's six weeks. Um, what, what are your thoughts on this? Well, my first thought, I guess, would have been surprise. Uh, there'd been there'd been rumours of a potential postponement. Um, it's not completely unprecedented. The Independent National Election Commission committee commission uh, actually uh, did postpone the 2011 elections briefly. Um, so it's not this happened before, but considering just how sort of volatile the situation is, it seemed unlikely that 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 this would actually happen, that there would be a postponement. Um, but as you say, it, it, it did happen. The, um, the elections, which were supposed to be held 14th, have now been pushed back to the 28th of March. Um, and, of course, the state governorship elections, which are run at the same time, um, will be held on the 11th of April. So we've still got a ways to go. Uh, and, and the idea is um, this will give Nigerian authorities – potentially the, uh, the regional multinational task force, uh, a chance to stabilize things. Because, of course, the, the reason that uh, the that INEC is um, citing for the postponement is security. Uh, the, the thing of it is that there were rumors a while back that the elections themselves were, if they were going to be held, were going to be held very badly, excuse me, <laughs> very poorly. Um, the budget for the elections this year uh, – has been halved from the, the previous set of elections. Um, you know, they, they needed something like $96 million or um, something along those lines, something ridiculous, or they were asking for that much and they didn't get anything. Um, so, so there were questions about, okay, well, if there's not enough budget, are they going to have enough personnel to actually staff the polling stations? Um, so at the beginning of January, there were questions about whether or not the, uh, the biometric vote the passes we um, handed out in time. They were talking about you know, half had gone out, so big questions there. But then after all of that, INEC turned around and said, well, it's the security situation that is what particularly worries them. Um, and I suppose you can break that down to two points, the, the physical threat to, uh, to the actual polling stations themselves. Um, obviously, the great big queues of people standing around makes for a very – or potentially very easy target. Um, so that that was the one side of it. Uh, the other side of it, of course, is that there are questions about whether the elections can be held in any useful way, shape, or form um, in those northern states, so sort of Atamawa, Borno. Um, and that, I guess, brings us on to the other part of this, this whole story of the postponement, um, what that actually means for for the elections themselves, because of course, we're um, we're good luck, Jonathan, uh, for the PDP as a southerner and a Christian. Uh, Muhammad Buhari of the APC, he's a northerner. He needs those northern votes. 
So if three major states aren't able to actually hold the elections or, or you know, voter turnout is going to be minimal, then that's going to seriously impact the credibility of the entire election process. If I remember correctly, um, I think certain parts of Boko Haram held territory were not even going to count in the, in the vote. Although, I mean, how can they if you can't secure it? Quite right. So, which brings to mind the sort of situation where the the election uh, authorities were, were sort of faced with a bit of a you know, rock and a hard place situation of if they held the elections and hypothetically the PDP wins, which which is sort of the expectation. Um, it's it's definitely not guaranteed in any way, shape, or form, but it seems as though the PDP should win this election. <laughs> Um, if they do win it, well, then the APC has a very good case to be made that that the election itself cannot be considered credible because, you know, the and and of course in 2011, um, the same election was held. It was good luck, Jonathan, against Mohamedou Buhari, and when Buhari lost, there were massive riots. Something like 800 people died uh, in one of the the major riots. So. Yeah, it's it's not exactly a, a pleasant place to be if you if you are one of those people making decisions about whether or not to hold these elections. On the other hand, they do have to be held. Um, Nigerian constitution requires that the elections be held a month before the term limit of the current government, which uh, is the end of May, May 29th, I think. Um, so, you know, where it can be postponed now, that. Any further postponement would would effectively violate the constitution. So, yes, this could get even more interesting in the very near future. So, very much seems like uh, well, Nigeria as a whole, as a political sphere, is pretty much caught between a rock and a hard place. Um, and perhaps some interesting implications for uh, for the north in terms of its relationship with Boko Haram versus its relationship with the south. Should should such a scenario as you, as you talk about come out, um, could be could make for some 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 pretty tumultuous uh, uh, results, I guess. Um, but then, just moving on from that, Conway, I think um, how has the you know uh, in terms of the, the coverage on this uh, the, the situation in Nigeria at the moment? Obviously, there's a lot of there's a lot of talk about Boko Haram itself and you know terrorism and blah blah blah. You know, especially now with you know as as we record this today, there were fresh attacks in Niger and kidnappings in Cameroon. But uh, how's the coverage of the political sphere been, uh, at least from 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 your view? Well. I suppose to a certain extent the coverage has been predictable. Um, as soon as the the announcement was made, uh, the opposition parties started screaming blue murder, that this was, of course, a plot or part of a plot, um, and, and that was to be expected. Um, the same sort of thing has actually happened on, on the international uh, sphere. For instance, uh, Defense One ran a story recently, um, and I've forgotten the name of the person who wrote, who wrote it, but I'm sure we'll be able to put something up in the near future with a list of, of these articles. Um, they ran an article basically uh, criticizing the um, postponement. And the the angle of approach for that article was a criticism of the the sort of the the, the failure of democracy in Nigeria. Um, you know, it, it it was almost written as though uh, the 
by postponing this this election, um, the Nigerian authorities were were kind of surrendering all democratic credibility that they had, um, and that's that's sort of been a, a major point made in international media that this is you know the beginning of the end of of Nigeria's latest experiment with democracy. Um, whereas uh, you, if you look around a little bit, you do find some slightly more level-headed sort of commentary. Um, for instance, and I'm sure you'd, you'd be aware of this, the, the Daily Maverick, uh, Simon Allison wrote uh, an article sort of almost ca- calling for calm, um, uh, asking that, that you know, the bit of benefit of the doubt be given, um, considering the security crisis, considering the, the, the fact that this is just a postponement at this point. Um, and yeah, yeah. I believe the the title of his article uh, uh, today was "Let's Give Nigeria the Benefit of the Doubt for Now," <laughs> which I think is a, is a pretty yeah. level-headed approach. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, that's just it. It it is quite important that that um, you bear in mind that yes, this could indeed be uh, some sort of of first step in a plan to potentially back the possible. You know, sort of a, a, a nefarious Machiavellian's plot. Yes, it could be that, uh, but it's unlikely. Um, so, for the time being, it does seem that this is a postponement with valid security reason, um, rationale behind it. Uh, but it is something that we need to sort of to wait and see a little bit about. Um, I believe Africa Check also ran a, a fairly comprehensive overview of the postponement, um, covering similar sort of points to what we we've discussed about um, the challenges that that the that INEC is facing in running these these elections, which are, uh, let's face it, running these elections in peacetime would would be a challenge in Nigeria. Nigeria is massive. Nigeria has numerous um, logistical challenges to consider. But in the context of Boko Haram's insurgency and the way that that conflict has progressed and arguably escalated in the last months, um, it does make sense that such a postponement would take place now. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Well, um, I mean, Conway, uh, I think quite a quite an interesting idea that that this is not necessarily the end of it all. And I mean, I quite quite agree with your final point there, saying that even in the best of circumstances, a Nigerian election, absent Boko Haram, absent the Niger Delta, which is now less of a problem, obviously, but, you know, absent the north-south divide and absent many other things, just from a logistic point of view, uh, would be a massive, massive undertaking fraught with the uh, um, problems, um, you know, just in simply just running the running the bloody thing. But um, thank you very much, Conroy Waddington. That's our um, Conroy Waddington, our Western Africa correspondent and resident guru on all things Nigeria. Um, if you've listened this far, congratulations! Um, you've 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 reached the end of our our little podcast here on uh, on Nigeria's election postponement. This is African Defence Review. You can follow us at Africa Defence on Twitter. That's at African Defence. Um, otherwise, on Facebook, you can also find us at the African Defence Review. Um, should be pretty easy. Look for the red square. That's us. Um, otherwise, thank you and good night. 